Hey everybody, happy Friday and welcome to the Fanatic Forum. Tonight on the Fanatic Forum, we are live from the three-decade arcade, and so we're going to take a look around this awesome hot spot in E-Town, plus we'll be talking about some new books and other geek stuff, but first, after this... And welcome to the Fanatic Forum. I'm your Fanatic and host, George Bueller, and we got a fun one for you today. We are live at the Three Decade Arcade here in Elizabethtown, Kentucky, and this place is amazing. It is a nostalgia trip like no other. I mean, we've got pinball, we've got arcade stand-ups, classic games like pool and, uh, uh, oh, what's the... Uh, the foosball, yeah, we got foosball, uh, air hockey, and uh, an air hockey table, which is quite um, detrimental to the fanatic here because my lovely wife, um, I can't win a game of air hockey with. It doesn't matter what setting I'm in, I can't win at all with her. It's just she's unbeatable. She's like Jordan. Um, if there was a Jordan for air hockey, but yeah, so uh, you know, we'll, we'll see that table uh, here. But there's been a lot of slaughter on there uh in my case but anyway uh thank you guys for tuning in this week uh if you haven't tuned in the fanatic forum before uh we are a show where basically we celebrate my specific passions which uh i'm a big geek and i've been a lifelong so uh i have been a lifelong comics fan uh movies tv pro wrestling video games whatever the case is so i love sharing my passions with you guys uh and so yeah it's just something I love doing, and I uh, hope you guys love it, too. And anyway, so uh, I'm on Facebook. I'm on YouTube. So uh, like, share, and subscribe, all that kind of good stuff. So anyway, uh, before we get around to the arcade here, I do want to have you know, show off a couple of comics here uh, that I've got some uh, good stuff this week. You know, because, of course, we always show off our new books here. So got some things to do want to share. Uh, first off, we've got some good indies here this week here. Yep. Couple of indies, couple of Marvel shared. I got one really, really special thing here. So, hey, Marianne, good to see you here. I'll put you up here. Good to see you, Marianne. Nice to see you. All right. So, uh, I got to get a triple shot here from Manage. Uh, first off, the new issue of Eight Billion Genies came out this week. Uh, Charles Soleil, Ryan Brown on this one here. This is such a fun book here. A great concept. Uh, if you didn't uh, hear me talk about the first issue, basically everybody in the world gets their own genie and everybody gets one wish. So things get weird and crazy and hectic and whatever else pretty quick. Uh, but yeah, it's a great concept, a fun story. Kind of, you, know, a lot of, you see a lot of people like just, they kind of, take the concept to the worst levels and some people are kind of smart with their wishes and whatever else, but yeah, it's a really fun story so far. You kind of find out a little more of like the genies, kind of their whole culture and why they're doing this and 
you know, maybe what they think about our wishes and sort of stuff like that. But then the whole kind of fun thing, too, is that Amazon just announced that they're picking this show up for a series. This is issue two of this comic book, and it's only going to be eight issues. So Amazon just got a new show that's going to be eight episodes long, and so far it doesn't have a second season. So interesting. We'll see about that one. But yeah, love the book so far. Highly recommend checking that one out. Uh, I had to pick this one up because I love Chip Zdarsky. Uh, and a very interesting book. I wouldn't normally pick something up like this, but again, it's Chip, so there we go. But this is Public Domain. Uh, and a very interesting, very true-to-life story. Uh, we've got a comic book creator who, uh, early in his career, created a superhero book, and decades later, that became a bunch of superhero movies that made a whole lot of money. And while the original creator might not have made so much money, he still kind of, one of the two creators still enjoys being the creator of the superhero property. The other one, basically, not so much. So, uh, but you kind of get uh, the point of view of the son of the, one of the creators and kind of how he feels about the whole thing and that, you know, that sort of situation there. So, an interesting book and definitely want to check out the next issue here, see how things play out. Kind of leaves you on a good cliffhanger there. But yeah, it's, you know, though it's about the comic book and kind of the movie industry and sort of thing like that, it actually doesn't, there's not like a superhero in it. So, an interesting book for me to read. So, there you go. Uh, the next book here, the next issue of What's the Furthest Place from Here? I've been talking about this book since it came out. I've been intrigued by it from the beginning. Supposedly set in a true events, real, you know, biographical setting, except it's kind of a post-apocalyptic world where no adults exist, and you're basically, you know, dealing with children and teenagers and whatever else, and they all have their own kind of different gangs and whatnot. Uh, yeah, it's just, you know, and a very odd book, and I don't know how this exists in real life or whatever else, but the neat thing is that this issue kind of gets a little more behind the curtain, you know, what's going on, you know, gives them maybe a tiny bit of a backstory to some of the events that led us to where we are now, but almost as many questions as it answers, it poses even further questions, so still intrigued, still loving it, but I, I still have no idea what's going on. <laughs> I'm here for it, though. I'm enjoying it. All right. Next two I want to show a couple of Marvels here. Um, the Wolverine Patch miniseries. Really been enjoying this one here. Kind of a, a nostalgia book here because this is a certain era of Wolverine that was in the kind of the mid to late 80s. Um, even kind of revisited a few other times uh, because it's, you know, the Patch uh, persona is one that he's taken multiple times so but this is kind of like going back to that era and it's even better because larry hama who wrote a lot of those books is back on the book here so uh it's a mini series but this third issue uh is really what old school wolverine fans want is wolverine just kicking butts i mean just it's a it, uh, it's of those miniseries it's the most violent issue uh and so if you're a wolverine fan yeah definitely the, the other issues are good uh, i think it's a five issue miniseries it's either five or six but either way definitely worth checking out uh last but not least here avengers number 57 uh and of course jason aaron's run on avengers has been fantastic uh what's been going on currently is that mephisto has gone throughout the multiverse and made his own group of masters of evil and so you got like 
you know, a multiverse Doctor Doom. It's based like the Supreme Doom, and you got all these other different guys here. All these, you know, recognizable faces, but sometimes in different forms. But what the Avengers have decided to do is go throughout the multiverse themselves and get other heroes to help out. So the past few issues we've been, you know, introducing some of these different variants of, you know, classic heroes we know, but there's slightly there's something slightly off about. It. Uh, and this issue, we're introducing us to Sergeant Zardoz, or Sardoz, or uh, it's a very weird name, but basically a Sorcerer Supreme from World War II. So he's from Cap's era, but he was a Sorcerer Supreme for a very limited time, well before Steven was. But, you know, Ancient One picked him. He's got the Eye of Agamotto, as you can see right there. Uh, but the interesting thing is that his weapon of choice is a breathing gun. So, in demonology, that's a pretty serious weapon. Uh, you know, they, they, those, you know that, they'll take out some baddies real quick. So, yeah. An interesting, interesting book, but uh, that, that particular issue is just a lot of fun. Uh, just, you know, a really good, just well-done story, really cool character, a very interesting take. So, highly recommend picking that one up, even if you don't really read the Vegas Avengers title. It's just a really cool book. And speaking of cool books, I had to share something very special today. Um, of course, I've said I've talked before. I'm a regular shopper at Clobbering Comics, and now I have the uh, pleasure of working there a couple of days a week, just helping out. And you know, I get to comb through their back stock and process books for all you lovely people. So yeah, it's some good stuff. Uh, but occasionally, we get some amazing things that come through the door. And this week, we had a woman come in who was trying to sell some books that her father had bought a long time ago. And it's all golden age stuff. So we're talking like 40s, 50s era books. Uh, some stuff you just don't see every day. And so that was just been amazing just to be in the presence of some of these books. We there's a lot of like, you know, some some war books and you know, some, you know, there's a one issue, Dick Tracy, uh, you know, some other kind of like cartoon characters. We did actually have a couple issues of Superman, uh, a Batman and a detective comics issue, so those are really exciting. Uh, but one book that actually went home with me today, and I got to give a shout out to Tommy Crane from Clyburn Comics for giving me a heck of a deal on this one. I really appreciate it. But this is something I, I had to share with you guys. Very special here. This is Captain America issue number 48. This is pre-Marvel Captain America. This is World War II era Marvel Captain America here. As you can see, it is not in the greatest condition. It's very chewed up. It's it is complete. It's got the front and the back cover on it, but yeah, it's not in the greatest condition. But it is. I've never seen one of these in the wild, and now I own one. So yeah, big shout out to Tommy Crane on this one here from Clavering Comics. Thank you very much. So yeah, but I had to share that with you guys because uh, yeah, yeah, it's it, it's an amazing thing to see. You know, it's just really impressive. So, uh, first, we want to get to Comic uh, Books for Kids. Give them a shout out there before we give you a tour of the great three decade arcade. So, hang on right now. Comic Books for Kids provides comic books to kids in hospitals and cancer centers across the U.S. It's a place where we can all work together to make sure every child has a comic book. 100% of all proceeds go towards the kids. It's about making a difference, and while they're in the hospital, allowing them to fly like a superhero, battle dragons, or rescue teddy bears. We are in every state in the country and now support over 160 hospitals. 
Every month, we add more. Visit CB4K.org. Hey, everybody. I just always love giving a shout-out to Comic Books for Kids, a great charity and, yeah, something worth supporting there. So, and speaking of things worth supporting here, I've been live in the three-decade arcade. I've been rallying on here for, let's see, 12 minutes talking about comic books. And I haven't shown you guys any video games yet, and that's my fault. So we're going to fix that right now here. So I'm going to turn the camera away from me here. So here's some of the lineup here of a lot of their coin-op games here. Some of these are some new furbished ones here, like this Pac-Man Pixel Bash, which basically features, like, tons of Pac-Man games, but you've got, like, all the Galagas on here. It's, you know, Sky Kids, Splatterhouse, a favorite of mine. Uh, Rolling Thunder, another good one there. Yeah, so lots of games here, so all kind of contained in one machine. And, of course, you've got Galaga, uh, Ms. Pac-Man machine here, Hubert. Uh, one that I've always been impressed to find is a baby Pac-Man. And if you've never seen this one, this was a little hybrid they did back in the day of you start off playing a traditional game of Pac-Man and then at one point when you go off to the sides you have to play a game of pinball and I mean it's like a tiny pinball table compared to the other regular ones but then when you lose your ball you go back up and play Pac-Man again so yeah so, you know, something that's you know you, you don't normally see those you know and you know, it's not often you find it out there so uh, let's see here oh uh, Dave you love Qbert yeah that's a fun one. I got a pretty high score going on right now. So let's see. Am I, am I still on here? Oh, I've been I've been knocked off the board on Kubert. So all right, <laughs> I have to fix that. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> Dave Maggie says Kubert's uh, the first video game with bleep profanity. <laughs> You're right. It is. Oh, that's great. Uh, let's see. Uh, Cynical Kay says I want to go there for a while. Looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, it really is. And let me let me show you guys around the arcade even more. So. On the opposite side here of the room, of course, this is all the pinball tables they have here. So we've got a classic like Pinbot right now. Uh, fortunately, back to features out of order, but hey, you know, that's what happens sometimes. This is an awesome game here. Godzilla. Uh, yeah, a fantastic table here. And of course, this is a lot of fun here. The, the multi-ball gets crazy on that game. Uh, we got NASCAR. This is an old machine here, Title Fight. This is awesome. Uh, literally, like, when you get up to this spot on the machine, you have to, like, you basically get a boxing match, and so, like, you'll see the dudes up here fighting, so that's really cool. Another classic uh, F-14 Tomcat. Of course, you got newer machines here, like the Hot Wheels, Ninja Turtles over here. This one's really cool, the Led Zeppelin machine. So... Yeah, so I mean, there's all kinds of really cool, you know, pinball tables they've got around here. And further back here, of course, we've got classics like Donkey Kong. And this is a cool Donkey Kong machine because it actually has all the Donkey Kongs in it. Donkey Kong Jr., so that's really awesome. Uh, a Mario Brothers machine that has the OG Mario Brothers plus Super Mario Brothers. So, and then we go further back here. Get some classic posters on the wall here. See, it's a nostalgia trip anywhere you go around here. And then back here is the newest addition to 3 Decade Arcade, the lovely mini bar back here. Say hi, Tyler. What's going on, guys? <laughs> Actually, I'll come over to you. So, you yeah. So, anywho, so 
This is Tyler, by the way, who's one of the owners of Three Decade Arcade. Yes, sir. So, uh, tell us about, you know, kind of your old goal and kind of what your dream was about opening with this place. When we started with this, uh, with the retro arcade idea, our goal was to really just kind of connect people. Um, just kind of give, give, give a place where people could just kind of hang back a little bit, take a, take a breath. Um, I think in today's time, everybody's just so worked up. Everybody's so caught up in everything else going on that uh, we kind of lose sight of what's really important. That's sure. just kind of having fun, making memories. So, um, you know, with our family starting this up, that's really just what we wanted to – that's our favorite thing to do is just to have fun, act like little kids. So we just wanted to do something and offer something to our community that, that uh, not only us – that we would enjoy, but sure. you know, everybody else would enjoy too. So um, that was, that was really the big thing, just kind of being a light in our community and just uh, kind of offering, offering the space is, I don't know. It's very heartwarming when you, I don't know, we grew up here. We, you know what I mean? We sure, were always yeah. we born and raised and having some place like this, be able to offer back to our community is really just, I don't know. It's almost too good to be true sometimes. So that's awesome. And the nice thing is that you guys got a lot of that love back, you know, from the community because yes. I mean, this, you know, yeah, I mean, right. This is like you know, not even eight o'clock right now. It's like you've got a decent amount of people here. Yeah. You know, it's like you know, there's some people who are still having dinner. Some people haven't got off work yet. You guys are gonna get busy later yes, on. Yeah. Usually, once the sun goes down, that's when that's when everybody kind of comes out and that's when everybody wants to hang out a little bit. So yeah. uh, that's usually our that's usually our prime time. So you picked a good spot. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like I said, I, I love supporting this place here. Uh, you know, and I mean, I grew up on a lot of these games. So, yeah, I mean, it's, I, I, you know, of course, you guys are dangerously close to my house. I know. Yeah. We've heard about that. Yeah. Now you have the comic book store up there. So uh, we're hurting you, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of why I started working in one of those places. Right. You know, so, yeah. I mean, if you guys, if you guys were hiring, then, you know, right. we have we're going to show around some more of the yeah, story here. So well, thanks for talking to us. I appreciate okay. it. All right. So, yeah. Uh, now, here's what I was talking earlier about Slaughter. So this is a cool room because, of course, you've got a couple of great classic machines. There's another Pac-Man Pixel Bash. You've got Frogger. Uh, of course, we got, yeah, Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. There you go. Uh, but, yeah, this this little number right here, yeah, I've, I've, been, I've had my butt kicked uh, on this table more times than I care. Well, actually, it's been a lot. Let's just put this in. It's been a lot. And it's been because of this lovely lady right here. See? Hello. Yes, my, my lovely wife right here. So, <laughs> light, of, light of my life and murder of my scores. Well, you know, I like to keep you humble. It's really important <clears throat> that you just remember your roots and that I'm... I win all the time at everything. So. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, so you heard you heard it here first. Uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah, that bar does look really cool, and it is nice. I mean, you got a nice array of, uh, you know, just like you know, different kinds of beers there. You got your some seltzers and some cider, or if you want to do like your, you know, some like the the cocktail, you know, pre-made stuff. I guess. So yeah, they got all kinds of stuff here. So. And so it's nice. You get to have like a couple of cocktails, some beers or whatnot uh, while you're playing around here. And of course, you get in the back room here. Can't forget stuff here. So got some other. They just recently got Turkey Hunting USA. Uh, of course, they got Street Fighter Two, Galaga, Dick Doug. Yeah, I love this one back in the day. This is a centipede and millipede machine, so you get you know the got pool, so yeah, all kinds of really awesome stuff. So 
Yeah, so it's uh, definitely worth checking out here if you go in the Elizabethtown area. Uh, we are located downtown. Uh, actually, <laughs> sorry, I had to go over a step here. I was watching where I was walking. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Let me get up front here and. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Anyway, but yeah, it just this is really awesome place here. Definitely gotta check it out here. Uh, and of course, you know, the nice thing too is that you know there are you know some of the more recent machines maybe like three or four cores, but then some of your classic machines are only like one or two. So yeah, it's it's a fun place. You're not gonna spend a lot of money. Uh, so yeah, of course it, it's you know even though they have some beverages here, it's safe to bring the kids. You know, there's cokes, there's other snacks in here too. So yeah, it's a just totally fun, family friendly place here. Uh, so of course it's a good night spot too because we're located since we're located so close to downtown. Basically, you've got you know several bars and restaurants in the Elizabethtown area, and then like boom, here's the arcade right here. So see, there's all kinds of stuff to do here. So. Well, I'm going to try to see if I can talk to the other owner, Justin, here, just as soon as he's done talking to some customers. So, let me bring it over this way here. Mr. Justin, you got a second track? What's going on, baby? <laughs> I didn't do my makeup today. I do it all the time. Oh, that's okay. You don't need any makeup. So, uh, this Talk is Justin, one of the other owners here. Uh, it's a three-day arcade here. So, uh, you're definitely more of the technical side of things. You love getting in the guts of these machines here. I'm, I've gotten good with learning YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it's definitely kind of, you know, one of the facets of owning an arcade that has classic machines is that, yeah, you're going to have to do some operations from time to time and some repairs. Yep. We've got pinball machines that came out of the box six months ago, and we've also got pinball machines that have been around the block for the last 35 years. So. There's a little bit of give and take between some of them. Some of the newer ones are just as high maintenance as the older ones, believe it or not. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. It, it's, I mean, it, you know, it, it does make sense, but also the same time, it's like, wow, you know, it's something that's, you know, 30, you know, maybe even closer to 40 years old in some of these machines. And time to break in. Yeah. It's time a, to break in. That's exactly Yeah. Right. But yeah, they, you know, they've, had, they've been around for a little bit. That's, yeah, you're right. So, uh, so tell us where we are located currently. So we are downtown E-Town. It's on the opposite end of pretty much where all the fun stuff is. So you've got Imps and then uh, BBT kind of around the corner. We're down here on the very end of the block. It's 109 South Main Street, mm -hmm. Suite 103. And if you're not really looking for it, you probably drive by it five times before you actually see it. But the building's about 100 feet back, but about 10 feet wide. So... Just look for a little white sign out front and some pinball machines. You should see those <laughs> flashing through the windows. Well, the nice thing is that you know, when it gets dark, this place stands out a little bit more. Yes. So, yeah, yeah that's a nice good. thing. But, uh, but, yeah, actually, if you're going through the square uh, in Elizabethtown, uh, basically you you know follow it around, and then you turn the right on to Main Street, and then boom, they're right here. So uh, if you get to JR Neighbors, you went too far. <laughs> you so. went the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just, you just went past them. You just, turn, just go right back around the square and make that right turn before you get to JR Neighbors. So. 
Yeah, uh, but of course you guys are open late, especially on the weekends. Uh, so that's a plus being a nightlife spot. Uh, but summer hours too, you guys got you know extended uh, into even in the weekdays. Yeah, we open. I think when we first opened up, we were closing at eight on the weekdays now, and we're open till ten. So we've kind of made that little bit of progression through the summertime. Of course, where nobody really wants to be out at ten o'clock throughout January, so that's very understandable. <laughs> So we'll probably roll with this throughout the summer, maybe through the fall, and then once winter time comes back around, we'll probably cut the end late at night. That kind nice. of uh, and of course, you know, basically with these classic games, you know, of course, like your more recent arcades, you know, you have like your ticket games, stuff like that. You get like cheap prizes and stuff like that. But this is old school stuff. So what we have to, you know, tout is bragging rights for our high scores. Those initials, baby. Yeah, and you guys actually post high scores here too. Yes, we've got a board over here for most of the games as well. A lot of the pinball machines, they will save it. So that's kind of a not so much something we chase. But yes, a lot of the other ones, yeah, we do keep a board on in-house. That's We kind of keep that updated as we go. Nice. Yeah. Some pretty impressive scores on there, honestly. You, they really are. And uh, Tetris, I think that took about an hour and a half. Wow. <laughs> One quarter on an hour and a half. <laughs> uh, and if you may uh, notice, right at the bottom underneath Rally X is a little uh, hash marks there. Uh, that is uh, this month's uh, tally for uh, air hockey between my wife and I. Uh, and, yeah, it, it, yeah it, it didn't go well for me. You're you're down two right now. You can you can step it up a little bit. Man. I'm down a lot more than two. I don't work that arm next time. I, I swear I've won a game of air hockey in my life, just not against the woman I married. Uh, apparently, there's just some kind of kryptonite. It's not like I'm being like you know misogynistic and letting her win. No, no, she's like modest about it. No, no, she is like legit winning. I am losing. Because she is a superior player, and I'm here to admit that. So there you go. Have you swapped sides? Have we tried that out? Have you done trial and error on that? Yes. Yet? Yeah. You don't have a sweet spot yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my my wife's in my sweet spot does not exist. So <laughs> I love her. We'll get you a couple tallies on this. Uh, we'll God, God willing, yeah. Uh, but of course, uh, aside from all your uh, beverages and your snacks and like that, you all do have some merch here for sale as well. Yes, we are. This is our second print of t-shirts. We're wanting to do another one here soon. I don't have a date on that one just yet, but yes, we will be doing another reprint here very soon as well. This is actually the first one that we did. Kind of worth my mistake today. Nice, there you go. <laughs> yeah, and... Uh, yeah, uh, I've got actually one of the uh, uh, the old school fruits as well. So one of the first prints. Yeah, my cat was nice enough to put a hole right at the bottom of it. No, uh, see, yeah, I'll that forever. Isn't that, isn't that lovely? So, <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much for talking you. with us here, and thank you very much for having me out here because uh, for hanging out with us for a little bit. I appreciate it. Of course. Yeah, I mean, because you know, you, you got to support a place like this. I mean, it's like there there aren't many arcades that are new. Uh, that have popped up. Yeah, you know, I mean, you kind of get you know some of the larger cities might have some, but like. You know, Elizabeth Town is still kind of a small town, and for a place like this, like this is amazing to have here. I think the closest one that I know of, I could be wrong, but I don't go outside very often. But I think the closest one from here is about 45 minutes away. It is kind of a, it's a little bit bigger, a little bit more of an epicenter, but it's, I think that's the closest one is about 45, 40 to 50 minutes away. Yeah, and I think there's a pinball museum in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, mm -hmm. uh, and so you can play, you know, those games as well. 
but yeah, I mean, you know, it's for you know, like a, a classic running arcade like this. Like, yeah, you don't really I'm see. I'm not even there. sure if Bowling Green. I haven't really even looked to see if they've got anything out there. I have no idea. Yeah, I mean, of course, being like in Louisville, uh, so Indiana, you've got a place like Rec Bar, which is kind of like you know, yeah, they've got arcade stuff, but they're also a restaurant and a bar as well. So they're kind of all over the place. But yeah, you guys are a little more traditional. So. Yeah. Kind of yeah. to the roots, I guess. Exactly. Yeah, I dig that. So, uh, let's see, we got some more comments here. Hey, Ryan, what's up to you, sir? Regular viewer and also host of uh, uh, And I Quote. Uh, he's also saying uh, favorite arcades are great. Oh, and wants to know what is my favorite arcade game to play and why? Well, I'm, re I'm representing one of them right here, uh, Missile Command, uh, old school jam. That's 80. Is it 79 or 80? 79, I think, yeah. I think. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, that's definitely... And Joust is also another favorite of mine. Not so much Joust 2. Joust 2 is okay, but it got a little weird. Usually the first of anything is like the... That's the one. When they start doing the recreates of it, that's when it kind of falls off a little bit. Sometimes, the sequels tend to work out for newer games. The classic games, not so much. Except for like, like your, some of your shooters, like your Galagas mm -hmm. and your Xevious. And the well, else started out as, well, I know there was something before Galaxian, but I know Galaga is pretty much just a rip right off of Galaxian. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. Other than the sounds, it's almost the same. Exactly. Well, I mean, honestly, all these games kind of came from Space Invaders. Yep. So, I mean, you know, it's the same concept, yeah. But, uh, yeah, those are a lot of fun. But I always love, like, especially if, like, there's a Star Wars game, superhero stuff. Yeah, I always dug that. Uh, Kiss Pinball, if I ever found a Kiss Pinball machine. I know of one in Rack. That's dangerous. <laughs> Tucked away, but I know there's one up there. Oh man. Uh oh. My credit card doesn't want to hear that. <laughs> I'll take it from it. Yeah, you go. All right. Yeah. yeah, that's what I do. I buy it for the arcade. Thanks for it. Yeah, well, I was say, I'll buy it for the arcade. I get free plays on it, and then when it breaks down, you can work on it. There we go. I like it. That's a good one. <laughs> Smart little deal. I'm not sure who's running on that one. I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, yeah. So you know, somebody's playing Galaga. One knows what we did. Yeah. So there's definitely a lot of Galaga love around here, too. So, yep. All right. It is a classic. <laughs> well, I'm going to give you guys a tour around one more time here just to show off some of these other games for somebody, some of you who tuned in late. Uh, but yeah, so again, thank you so much for having us out. Really appreciate it, sir. Thank you guys. Uh, yeah, so let's show you guys around one more time around here because yeah, there's some there's some stuff that's really cool. So, uh, oh, somebody's playing Godzilla right now. This is a sick pinball game. Let me tell you. Yeah, the the multi ball it gets really nuts. Like I was saying earlier. Uh, but yeah, so like I said, we got classic stuff here. Title fight. F-14 Tomcat, Hot Wheels, Ninja Turtles, Fast Break's a lot of fun. Didn't think I'd get excited about a basketball yeah, pinball game, but yeah, totally. Uh, Led Zeppelin's awesome. Uh, this company has kind of started doing all these like music pinball machines. So there's a Rush pinball machine, Led Zeppelin's got one, and the cool thing is like you can pick your favorite song by that artist while you're playing. So, of course, there's all kinds of references uh, throughout, you know, those games as well. So, if you're a fan of those bands, you know, so you, you get all kinds of like, references to their history as well. So, uh, like I say, you know, got, you know, classic stuff, Pac-Man Pistol Bash, uh, Galaga, 
That's why he's playing Qbert. Tetris. Yeah. So, Donkey Kong, old school Mario Brothers. So, uh, yeah. So, a whole lot of love around here for classic arcade stuff. So, definitely a three decade arcade. It's a lot of fun. Highly recommend you guys checking it out here in Elizabethtown. Uh, and so, yeah. <laughs> Ryan says, shut up and take my money. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, you definitely got to come to E-Town, Ryan. So, just, you know, come out from Maryland and, you know, do that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so th thank you guys so much for tuning in here. Uh, I'm going to go play some pinball myself because, uh, you know, I, I can't be in here and not play anything. So, that's just a crime. Uh, anyway, so... You guys got to come check out 3 Day Cat Arcade here in Elizabethtown, right here in downtown, you know, right past the square. So, and, you know, have yourself a couple of beverages while you're here, too. So, you guys have yourself a wonderful weekend. Uh, we're going to talk maybe next week about possible, well, we won't be able to talk about Thor just yet, because we're not going to see it until Saturday, I think. So, uh, but, yeah, so we'll have some other good geek stuff to talk about next week. But, yeah, we're on the cusp of Thor, Love and Thunder, uh, of course, the next half of Stranger Things has come out just today, so go see that. Uh, yeah. So, all kinds of good geek stuff. So, you guys have yourself a wonderful weekend, and I'll see you next time on the Fanatic Forum. Bye.